me wanting to play college softball could only come from me. It couldn't come from my dad. My dad played college basketball. Did he probably want me to play college basketball? Probably. But I chose softball. It can't come from him. It can't come from your siblings. It can't come from anyone but you. You are the one who's going to put in the work. Just you. Hey, I'm Ashley Agle. Some of you might know me as Ashley Burkhart, and I'm a former D1 and professional softball player who spent a few years coaching in the college game before deciding to put all of my focus into youth softball players and helping them make their dreams and their goals happen for them. It's our job to help them unleash their potential and become the athletes they've always dreamt of. I come from a small city in the Midwest and didn't let that stop me from making my goal of playing D1 softball a reality. No matter where you live, you have the tools to help you thrive, and I am hoping through this podcast to help you get there. On this podcast, you'll learn from Olympians, Hall of Fame coaches, and elite players what their journeys have been like, and you'll also learn from me and my family a bit of our journey through the game. I'm so excited to have you here, so whip out your notebook and let's learn how we can grow in this game together. Welcome to When the Cleats Come Off. Hey, and welcome to another episode of When the Cleats Come Off. I'm excited to give you another chapter of one of my favorite books called Mind Gym. Recently, I had a call with my Virtual Hitting Academy members, and we went over the chapter called Dare to Dream. And some of those girls in there, they already have a dream, but we wanted to revert back to our, how are we doing on that dream? Can we find more clarity with that dream? Can we make better decisions to make that dream happen? And some of them didn't have a dream at all. So if you are one of those two that has a dream or not, which should be everyone here, here's an episode where we're going to talk about one thing is having the dream, but how to make the dream happen. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the difference between people who make their dreams happen and the ones who don't, how to find a dream if you don't have one, what it's really going to take really going to take to make those dreams happen. Why not everyone needs to know your dream, except the people close to you. A little motivation to want to put in the work rather than hope to get there, because we know hope is not a strategy. And then the first action step that you can take to get there. If you are a big fan of Mind Gem like I am, and maybe after this episode, you're like, yes, I want this book. It was transformational for me when I was given this book in college. It helped me really, really take the mental game seriously. And my game definitely did so much better because of it. But I have tagged that link in the show notes for you. So if you are interested in this book, that link to go check out the book, I've just linked it from Amazon, is in the show notes for you. All right. Let's head to one of my favorite conversations that we've had inside our Virtual Hitting Academy workshop. So we finished, um, part one is over. We did all of part one. If you ever need a recap, you can always go back into Facebook and check out the chapters that we did, which was just learning mostly about why your mind and mental game is important. Okay. That was mostly part one. Part two, we're going to start taking some more action. Okay. So I hope you have a notebook. We are going to be doing a lot of dreaming, dream work today. Okay. 
So we've done something similar before. We've dreamed up our goals, um, but we're going to get very specific on what those goals are today. And then throughout throughout all of part two, uh, we're going to learn about things like having a good attitude, how to be fearless. And today we are going to dream up our dreams. So some of us have done it before. We're going to do it again, but we're going to get a little bit deeper, more specific. So the first, I really love this quote by Lou Holtz. He was a Hall of Fame coach at Notre Dame, um, won a lot of national titles with his teams. Says you must have dreams and goals if you are ever going to achieve anything in this world. Dreams and goals. So I like to look at goals. Think of this: goals are dreams, but with the work boots on. Dreams you can dream all day long. You can watch a Disney movie and be inspired to dream big. But like the goal itself, if we can start turning those dreams to goals and then creating the game plan in order to get there, we're more likely going to actually get there. So the goal is like the work boots. Does that make sense? So we're putting our work boots on and we're getting dirty. We're getting in it, all in, okay? Um, the next quote in here says, be the dream. I can I can see that as like, you live it, you breathe it. It is everything. When it comes to decision-making, if you have a decision to make, whether you're going to um, go to a friend's birthday party because it's a pool party and it sounds so much fun, or you have the dream to play at the highest level in softball, if you live and be the dream, then you know that if you have a softball tournament at the same time the birthday party is happening, you got to go to the tournament, right? The birthday parties, the fun things, I promise you, now that I'm done playing, will be there once you're done playing. But no matter what your dream is, whether your dream is to hit first in the lineup, whether your dream is to, let's say, win a big travel ball tournament in the summer. Maybe there's a, a team that you're really trying to beat. Maybe your dream is these things. You almost have to become the dream. Like the dream, it like you wear it on your forehead and this is who you are. And I think that when we know exactly what we want, um, it's a lot easy, it's a lot easier to make decisions. Um, but if we're unclear on what we want, it's very hard to decide this or that. We're always gonna go with the thing that makes us feel good. But that means if we always go to the birthday party, then we're all there, we're not always gonna put ourselves into discomfort. Like Alexa was saying, she got uncomfortable, but that's because she got better. That's because she has a big dream and she wants to work with this trainer and push herself a little bit more than she's been pushing herself. So that's a decision that she made. Okay. So be the dream. Okay. All right. I'm gonna read a little story. And by the way, if you guys have any questions during today, always write them in the chat. I will refer to them at the very end. Um, but here's a little story. And by the way, this is by the author of this book. And ironically, he worked with the Cubs, who are actually my favorite Major League Baseball team. They didn't make it to postseason, so I'm kind of upset about that. But anyway, on page 56, as the Cubs' new counselor, my job at spring training the author, in 1985, was to interview about 30 of the club's young prospects. At our motel, I would telephone each one and ask him to come to my room. They walked in tentatively, one at a time, every 30 minutes. Barrio kids, inner city kids, country boys, California surfers, youth on parade. Seated on a bed, I introduced myself with a smile and offered the chair across from me. Tell me, I asked for openers, where do you see yourself in three or four years? 
that's the usual timeable. That's the usual timeable timetable. Timeable. What the heck is that? For a baseball player to make it into the major leagues. Some kids shrugged. They didn't see past tomorrow. Some hadn't thought that far ahead. Most didn't have a clear definition of where they wanted to be or what they wanted to do. Asked what motivated him, one young player said, candidly, the Ford factory in Toledo. He knew he didn't want to be punching a time card there, which means he wanted to be playing in the major leagues. That sounded way more fun than working, you know, a nine to five. Then this is where it gets good, guys. Then Dwight Smith rolled in. I can't remember for sure what he was wearing, T-shirt and shorts, I think, but I'll never forget his smile. Smitty's face lit the room. When I asked Dwight his vision for the future, the young man who wasn't a high round draft choice didn't hesitate. Mac, I see myself in Wrigley Field hitting 300, which is really good, by the way. He said, this kid from rural South Carolina pictured himself starting in the outfield. He even saw and heard himself singing the national anthem. Without prompting, Smitty suddenly broke into a Luther Vandross song. Sorry, guys, I don't know who that is. He had a good voice and he knew it. Dwight Smith saw his tomorrow in vivid color. As I listened, my skin broke out into goosebumps. That's the author. I was struck by his confidence and moved by the power of his dream. In 1989, Smitty made it to the big leagues. He celebrated his 26th birthday that year by finishing second to his Cubs roommate, Jerome Walton, as National Rookie of the Year. Dwight was the only player nominated for all 24 ballots. He later sang the Star Spangled Banner at Wrigley Field and at other major league parks as well. He ended, he ended his career in Atlanta where he sang the anthem before a Braves playoff game and earned a World Series ring. What do you guys think of that story? Kind of cool, right? So Smitty was the definition of being the dream. He saw his dream so vividly. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you another short story that reminds me of this one. Um, I can't remember who exactly the player was, but he was asked, you know, what his plans are in his first postseason game for the team that he's playing on. And he said, I'm going to hit, I'm going to have a line drive to right field. I'm going to hit a line drive to right field. And like over and over, he was asked that same question. I'm going to hit a line drive to right field. He became that dream. So some people just want to get to the World Series. No, he's like, no, I'm going to perform. I'm going to get my line drive. It's going to go to right field. And this is what it's going to look like. Guess what he did in the very first at bat that he had in the first postseason debut? What did he do? Can you guys guess? He got the hit. He had a line drive to right field. Are you guys surprised by that? Why not? Why aren't you surprised by that? Why did he get the hit? Because he worked his way to get there. Every decision that he made was in pursuit of making the dream of getting a hit to right field happen. And it did. Okay. He wasn't going to let anything else dictate what was going to happen. He knew exactly what was going to happen. He breathed it. He lived it. And he did it. What's crazy is up to bat, I'm sure in his head, he's just like, I'm just sitting into right field. Hit it to right field, hit it to right field, hit it to right field. He wasn't thinking, keep my hands back. Make sure my front foot's down. Make sure I'm tilted this way on the way to the ball. No, he said, I'm hitting it to right field. And he flipping did it. And he went for a pitch that could make him do that. Goosebumps, right? 
all the goosebumps. Okay, so this is where it's going to get interesting. By the way, the author said this story that I just read to you was the reason why he wrote this book. He wanted to know why players like Smitty made it and other players didn't. The things that are in this book are the reason why Smitty made it to whatever his dream was, which we we read what it was. So I thought this was interesting. You guys know Martin Luther King, right? And he's he's very well known for a speech called the I Have a Dream speech. You guys remember this speech? So in the book, it says, Martin Luther King Jr. said, I have a dream. He didn't say, I have a good idea. What's the difference between those two things? What's the difference between I have a dream and I have a good idea? If you have the idea, like, oh, that'd be kind of cool if I got a hit or I don't want to be that specific. It'd be kind of cool if I made this travel team. It'd be okay. Sounds like a good idea. Versus I have a dream to be the starting second baseman for this travel team. Which one is more, which which one's more likely going to happen? Number one or number two? Show me your fingers. Yeah, number two. Number two, which was, I have a dream to be the starting second baseman for this travel team. It is with more conviction that you have chosen that one. Okay. So let's put this into action. So at the bottom of page 58, it says, it is said that extraordinary people live their lives backwards. They create the future and then they live into it. Okay. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to create our future, the future that we want. Now, my future will look different than yours. Okay. And I hope Alexa's is different than Bristol's. I hope Leah's is different than Addison's. I hope that you guys each have your individual dream that you are trying to live out. Maybe it is inspired by someone. I wanted to play college softball because a teammate of mine in high school was going to play college softball. And I thought that would be really cool. And I knew that I was pretty good and that I could probably do that. That inspired me. But it wasn't like her dream that became mine. It then became mine because I was like, I can get school potentially paid for to play a game that I love more than anything. That became my dream. I was inspired by hers, but it became mine. So this is where we're going to create our future and then learn how to live into it. So this is the exercise that he teaches. It's called ACT, A-C-T. We're going to go over each letter. So ACT, A-C-T, if you want to write it down. The A stands for accept your present state. Understand your strengths and your weaknesses, which we talked about in the last time we talked. Okay? Accept your present state. All right? So if you guys weren't here last time or don't remember, what are some of your strengths? Let's write two of our strengths, things that we're very, very good at right now. And then, by the way, this is in regards to our future. And no, that's number two. We'll do that in a second. But what are we really good at in softball right now? Two things that we're really good at. And then I want you to write one weakness. So one thing that we know in the back of our minds, it's kind of our red flag, our flaw. We're working on it. Okay. Everybody has one. All right. So for example, this A, when I was um, wanting to play in college, I knew I was good at softball, but I wasn't great at softball. 
I knew I was, I was good. I could be a really good high school player. And, you know, I was, I was very good at hitting. I was very fast on the bases. Those were the things I was really good at. But the weakness that I had was that I wasn't really good. Like I was putting an average work into my sport, but I wasn't like the best in the area. So that would be probably the weakness in that situation. If I were in your shoes, that would be my A, my acceptance of my present state. I was, I was okay. It's pretty good, but I wasn't great. Great, great yet. Okay. Now the C in act is create your desired state. Smitty had the dream, right? The desired state that he had, I'll read it back again, was I see myself in Wrigley Field hitting 300. Like he was very specific on his desired state. Um, When I wanted to play in college, I didn't know where I wanted to play yet. But I did know that I could see myself in a in a college uniform wearing, I was going to wear the number four. But long story short, the shortstop was a senior when I was a freshman and she was number four. So I had to pick 13. One plus three is four. Okay. So that's just my thing. But I saw myself wearing the number four for a college team and playing on the field. Like I wasn't going to sit the bench. I was going to play on the field my freshman year when I got to college. That was my goal. That was my dream. I'm going to wear number four. I'm going to play in college from the get-go, from the start. Okay? So I want you to think of what's your dream. If you are having trouble figuring out what it is, I'm going to give you a couple minutes, maybe a minute. might feel like 10. Um, But if you don't know, that's okay. You don't have to know yet. But I just want you to close your eyes for a minute. And everybody do it. If you have your dream in mind, let's just like give it a picture. Let's give it color. And even if you don't have your dream, let's close our eyes and kind of see where where we see ourselves. Maybe it's in a few years. Maybe it's in five years. Just close your eyes. Addie's literally eating her food as she's closing her eyes. (laughs) I love that we're at the dinner table. I just love it. Close your eyes. I'm going to get a look. I'm going to mute myself so I don't say anything. But for the next 60 seconds, dream up where you're headed, okay? Where you wanna be in three to five years. Ready, set, go. to write down anything and everything that just came into your mind. Anything and everything. Remember, your dream is your dream. Don't choose something because you think somebody else would like it. This is yours. Be specific. As specific as you can. 
Maybe write down the day you get there, what it looks like. Is it sunny? And it, it might sound silly to kind of dream that up, but it's your dream. Who's around you when this happens? See yourself exactly the way you want to be. And when you're done, give me a thumbs up. You can keep writing all you want. Good, I see your thumbs. You're good. Good. And if more things come to mind in the future, that's totally cool. You guys got everything down? So for once, we're not going to share what these dreams are yet. Okay? These are yours. And here's my deal. If you want it, so bad. Don't share it with other people. If you share with other people, make it be like your mom and dad. And then maybe the people that'll help you get there, like your coaches or your trainers, they can know they're allowed to know. But as soon as you start telling everybody where you're headed, where you want to go, a lot of people are going to have opinions. And a lot of them are going to be negative opinions. And all I know is if you want something bad enough, do it with the doors closed. Want it, dream it, be it, believe it. Do all of that, not so other people see you, but so that you can prove yourself right. Because if I go tell people, I want a 10, 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, that was a dream of mine a while back. I can tell you 100 people that I go tell are going to be like, yeah, keep dreaming. That's, that'll never happen. But like, I want people in my corner that'll help me get to 10,000. So I'm going to tell the people that'll help me get to 10,000. I'm not going to tell anybody else. And then when I get there, I can have a core group of people who love me and who support me to celebrate with instead of a million people that, you know, could care less. Tell your core people. You can tell us in the future. I'll give you opportunities to. But like for now, I want, I want this to simmer. I want you to sit on this and really think about how badly you want this thing because it can only come from you. Me wanting to play college softball could only come from me. It couldn't come from my dad. My dad played college basketball. Did he probably want me to play college basketball? Probably, but I chose softball. It can't come from him. It can't come from your siblings. It can't come from anyone but you. You are the one who's going to put in the work, just you. Now you're going to have have people help you, but like at the end of the day, you got to be the one working for it. You got to be the one saying, Hey, Dad, can we go hit in the garage? I got this goal. You, you have to want it more than the people around you in order for it to happen. Yes. Were there a few times where I was like, Oh, dad, I don't want to practice today. Yeah, there were. But for the most part, it was all me. I was like, okay, I really want to go to this party on Saturday pool party, whatever. So I'm going to make sure that I do my work before I leave. Dad, can you help me do get in my heading work before I leave for this thing? All of my decisions and my priorities revolved around this thing. This is why I said making your decisions will be easier when you have a clear picture of where you're headed. Okay. 
Um, that's that's C. We spent a lot of time on C. Create create your desired state. Now T stands for take action steps to get you there. Take action steps to get you there. That's the T in act. T stands for action steps. Success is a journey of one step at a time. And the longest journey begins with the first step. So we wrote down our desired state. What is the first step we are going to take to get to our desired state? Think about it and write it down. So for me, if I was going back to my younger self saying, I want to play and be number four on a college softball team. My first step, my first step is to go talk to my friend who's committed to play college softball and ask her what she did to get there. My action is talking to her and seeing what I need to do. Similar things that I could do. My action could be if I'm hitting four times a week, I'm going to go hit five times a week because I need to get good at hitting. It was also around the same time that I really wanted to play college softball. Notre Dame was right down the street and they had hitting sessions every week. It wasn't down the street. It was two hours away. I started going to those every single week and getting instruction from college coaches every single week. Because what did I want to do? I wanted to play college softball. So I needed to go to the college practices, trainings, in order to see what it was like. I needed to go to the camps of schools that I thought would be kind of cool to go to and go see what my competition is like. I needed to go play on the best travel team that I possibly could so that one, I could play against the best players in the country to help prepare me for this, but two, also play in front of college coaches. Do you guys see how these were my action steps that I needed to take to help get me to play college softball? Now, the last thing that I will say is, remember, I didn't want to just play college softball. I wanted to start. I wanted to be a starter on my team. That was the goal. And I can tell you proudly, I did that. I did that. I was a starter. And I can't say from week one, because here's why. I ended up getting mono like a month before our first games. So I was the starting second baseman. I got mono. And I had to sit out because I wasn't fully healthy. But as soon as I was fully healthy, I was our starting second baseman. So I can I can basically say I started from the from the get-go of my freshman year. But that didn't happen without playing against the best teams and getting myself as flipping good as I possibly could before I got to college. Remember, my goal wasn't to make it to college softball. My goal was to start in college softball. Okay. So remember, your goals, they need to be specific. Act. A, accept your present state. Where are you right now in this very moment? What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? C, create your desired state, not the state somebody else wants you in. Your desired state. Do you want to be in college? Do you want to play in college? Do you want to start varsity as a freshman? Do you want to start varsity in general? Do you want to be the first hitter on your travel team? Whatever it is, create your desired state. And then T, take action steps to get you there. So be specific. I know we wrote down one action step that we should take, but I'm going to recommend write down a bunch of action steps that you should be taking or that you think you need to be taking. And if you need help with this, you guys, I'm here. 
write it in the group chat or send me a direct message on the group chat. If you don't know how to do that, write me a DM on Instagram. If you don't know the desired action steps, ask me. But I bet you that your parents will have an idea as well. So I recommend lean on them because they're going to be some of the sole reason why you get to where you want to get to. So believe in the power of your dream. Then act backwards. A-C-T. Accept your present state. Create your desired state. Take action through goal setting. Are we ready to start taking action? I have very much missed talking about MindGym with you guys. This book gets me hype. Happy Wednesday. I hope you guys are inspired and motivated to get to taking action. But remember, you have to be the dream. The dream lives in you, not in anybody else. Other people can help you get there. But your decision-making, how you decide what you do during the day should act directly towards this dream that you have on your heart. Okay? And let's get after it. Thanks for spending some time with me today on another episode of When the Cleats Come Off. If you're loving the show, help me grow it around the world by leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform or even by sharing some of your favorite moments on social media. We've made it easy by putting some of our favorite moments on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. So go ahead and give those a share. Don't forget to keep this conversation going inside our When the Cleats Come Off community on Facebook, filled with some driven and like-minded parents and coaches like you who are looking to help their athletes become the very best versions of themselves. I've tagged the link to this group in the show notes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of When the Cleats Come Off. And don't forget to stay awkward, stay humble, and keep smiling. I'll see you later.